Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. doing amazing wherever you are. As always, for the third time, I'm grateful to invite Jamila onto the show and onto my channel. And we're going to be speaking about some really delicious topics today. So I'm not going to introduce for too long. You've already met her before. And if you haven't, you can check out our other videos. I've done them a couple of times already and they're in the, in the archives. But today we're going to be speaking about the hot and cold tendencies of an INFJ. And actually, Jamila messaged me about this directly. She's like, we need to talk about this. I'm like, all right, yes, you're right. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jamila. Thank you for coming on again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you, you are very welcome, of course, of course. Yes, we, we need to talk about the hot and cold. That's, that, I'll tell you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say, please start on. Like, let's just get into it. Right into it. Okay, so I want to say, now this, and this is just in my experience with Boo, the hot and cold behavior is almost as bad, if not worse, than the communication dropouts. Because, you know, you can kind of get the rhythm of a dropout, kind of. You know, okay, we're talking. Okay, he's probably going to dip for a couple of days. Okay, he's back. Um, but the, the warmth of the, the, the varying degrees of warmth in the conversation, that is troubling. Um, because... <laughs> Um, uh, I think like I was saying earlier, you know, with non-INFJs, we can be, you know, hot for several days consecutively. And then if we have a kind of a cold moment or a kind of a low response, I guess that's what the cold is, like a low response moment, that people can look and say, oh, did you have a bad day? Did you, you know, did, did something happen? Because that, that lower moment looks, you know, you've, I've gotten to know you for this length of time. But with INFJs, the, the cold moment can come like immediately. Like, I don't know you yet. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're about. I don't know, you know, I, I, you're still a mystery. So I'm going to think, did, did I do something? Did I call at the wrong time? Are you tired of talking to me? I mean, we've had two great conversations. Was that your limit? Like, I don't, I don't know what to think. So I'm going to come, I'm going to 
turn the the criticism. I'm going to turn the mirror on myself because I'm the only new thing in your life, so to speak. You know, so I don't I don't have I don't know you well enough to know if it's a bad day, if it's too much negative energy, if it's you know whatever. I don't know you well enough, so I'm just going to assume I did something wrong. Um, and then this this spiral starts because then we are over messaging you, like, did I do something? What did I do? What, what did I say? Did I get you to? Run? We're asking you a million questions, so now we're stressing you out, right? <laughs> because you're like, uh, you know, I think you guys tap out after one or two text messages, and then there's just no response, which does not help. <laughs> it does not help. God. Oh God! Oh, so, like a yeah. situation. <laughs> so, so I, I made myself write this down this time. I made myself kind of write down what a non-INFJ walks through when we hit one of your cold moments or, or low reactivity moments. That's what I'll call it. You're one of your low emotional response moments. So okay. it's like, yeah, the first step is I'm confused. Like, did I, what, what did I do? right okay you you don't provide us any answer okay is it my fault no answer from you okay <laughs> then it's like okay it activates insecurity right this is where people really start losing it because it's like okay um was i too loud was was i talking too much did am, am i too eager maybe i should pull back I, you know then it starts this back and forth internally and <clears throat> if you take a person to a place of insecurity they're going to get angry. <laughs> the ability to be even tempered goes out the window. And so it's going to be like, either they're going to super cling. I don't want to lose you. Did I do something wrong? What can I do different? What, you know, and there's all these millions of questions and all these millions of text messages and probably calling you incessantly, even though you're not answering a single phone call. <laughs> So there, there's the, the, and then you guys get frustrated because it's like, why are you being so clingy? That is the one thing I do not want to deal with. And so you guys push back even further away yes, yes. or so, so either you get the clingy or you get the angry. And this is the person, how dare you treat me this way? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, you know, you're, you're, if you didn't want to talk to me, why did you answer the phone? Why did you answer my text? Like, like, how about you come back to me? when you know how to behave <laughs> and the person's really and now of course i know that that's confusing mm-hmm. to INFJs. like what what i do you're catching all this anger you're catching all this angry energy that you you don't know what to do with because it's like what did i do <laughs> that is a theme that's boo's theme what did i do <laughs> what, did, what did I do what did I do this time oh, so, so people are, are very angry or like in my case or people very similar to me that are really kind of low emotion or, or just kind of more uh, centered it's, it's, I, go, I go indifferent like I don't like experiencing extremes in my emotions so I will just shut it all off I'll be like oh this is you today alright I'll talk to you later and I go away I go away. Um, now, I, I found that that is stressful for Boo. I don't know if it's stressful for all INFJs, but it's stressful for Boo because I immediately, I just, my wall goes up and I've, I've walked away from the entire communication. Mm-hmm. And because 
all of our communication is either video or text, it's not like he's sitting next to me to try to keep me engaged. So I've completely walked away from from every form of communication. And so now there's this anything? Huh? You wouldn't reply back to any of his messages if they come? Well, so there would be a time delay. He'll he'll message, he'll be like, hey. He will respond because I'm not necessarily angry. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't, I don't want to get to a place of anger. So I just walk away. Like you're, you're being weird. I can't figure it out. I'm going to walk away, you know? So, so it's just, that's just kind of my default. If I, I would rather be indifferent than angry. So, so if I can't figure it out and, and he's not really talking to explain it, because I'm like, Hey, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Okay. I'm going to, all right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go before I start to feel anything. <laughs> so that, now that's just my response. And there might be others who respond very similarly that, okay, you know what? This is, this is ambiguous. This is weird. I'm just going to walk away from it. I'm not walking away, like never speak to you again. I'm just kind of escaping the moment. And so, uh, yeah, I'll say maybe five or 10 minutes will go by and he's just kind of like, hey, <laughs> hey, he's like, you're, you're quiet over there, right? Because I'm so talkative to him that when I, when I shut up, it's, it's like a big deal. So, so uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm just watching TV, you know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And so then he'll tell a joke or he'll, he'll, he'll do something goofy. Now I laugh at him all the time. It's a genuine laugh. Yeah. So, so I'll, I will most likely laugh at him genuinely. Like I said, I'm not angry. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how to interpret what you're doing. So I'm just going to escape yeah. rather than, you know, try to sort it out because clearly I'm, I'm, I don't like pulling teeth for people. And I think that's either, I, I don't do that professionally and I don't do that personally. So if you're really not in a place to talk, I'll just get out the way and I'll let you sort yourself out. You know where I am. <laughs> Text me later. I'm moving on with my day just because I want to keep my humor. I want to keep but that's myself. Learn I'm TJ, and that's a huge, huge thing to remember for every, anyone who's listening or watching. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that she's an INTJ. So INTJs have that. They're not cold or anything. They're actually very warm hearted, kind people. But when it comes to a lot of emotional situations, that's what they do is that they shut down. My sister's an INTJ. I know, like, yeah. if she's shutting down, it's time for me to step back and take a little moment away from her because until she comes back, there's yeah. no point talking to her. So, yeah. but, but the problem yeah. is that a lot of people are not going to do that. They're actually, like you said, they're going to cling, they're yeah. going to get angry, or they're just going to end the relationship completely, which is what happens yeah. a lot. Yes, yes, because that's, that seems to be the only answer. But the thing is, and what's really funny is because remember on non-INFJ, we're used to going back and forth. So I might, so, so if I'm not an INTJ, I might end it with you, but I'm not ending it. I'm just trying to get you to react. Right. Like, and, and so what you're supposed to do, if you read the script, is you're supposed to come back yeah. and say, Hey, what happened? I, I don't want to lose you either. Like, like. I need to hear you say yes. that I was important, <laughs> that this isn't about me, that uh, this other thing was happening, you know, so, but like I said, some people, they get frustrated enough 
And they'll say, you know what? It's over. Forget it. And then INFJ does not follow the script. You don't come back. And so, or like you don't respond back. You don't, you don't pursue because the person said it was over. So, oh, well, it's, it's over. And then we're, and then we're really mad at you because it's like, well, then we're, we're saying the same thing, almost like you're saying, okay, well, then you didn't really care. So while you're sitting on your side saying, you left me, you don't care. We're over here saying, you didn't pursue me, you don't care. So nobody cares. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, both parties care a lot, and they really want care to care a lot. <laughs> exactly, miserable. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about ourselves. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 So, so I've, but the thing is, after, after, you know, of course, watching your videos and, you know, living through multiple experiences like this with Boo, it's like, okay, it's going to happen. It's, I can't ask him to not be himself because it just, it just happens. And I think like, I know in the last couple of years, you've done like eight videos on this. So like, this is a big deal. And I, and it, even before that, cause like I saw stuff in your archives from like, 2017 2018 like one of your first videos was okay look so we're gonna go hot and cold (laughs) it's not about you (laughs) okay it's not about you this happened because you know there's too much going on in the environment there's you know or where you just hit us at one of our our low bandwidth points you know the connectivity's dropped for a little bit it'll come back like you you were saying this at the beginning It's, it's hilarious you were saying this at the beginning um, and so I started, rem- I started really looking at that, like his, because then he'd come back hot, come back alive. And, and I'm are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> He's like, well, fine, I'm fine. Why? What's, what's, what's the problem? Huh? <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that it's, it's not only the energy drop, it's, um, like I would see like this, like there's a topic like, like with religion, he and I are, were always debating on religion, having fun with it. And so I knew that that was a topic where he would wake up like every time. And so he would always bring the topic to me. So one day I'm like, Hey, I just read this. What do you think about? It? I just read this topic on this particular religious thing. What do you think? And it was kind of like, Oh, This is your thing, man. I'm bringing it to you. I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then two days later, he'd be like, oh, yeah. Remember that article you showed me? And come on. (laughs) Two days too late. (laughs) Yeah, because now I'm out of that phase. I'm not thinking about it anymore. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, yes, what about it? You know, I'm like, I'm trying to join in, but now I'm like frustrated and confused. So I just had to come to, okay, this is going to happen. These, these switches. and So there's going to be switches and swings everywhere. Conversation dips in and out, high and low, flood and famine. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be everything. It's going to be everything. So... <laughs> I like something that you said in the message a lot was um, it's, I think the, the dips are so, so hard for non-INFJs to deal with mm-hmm. because the good parts are so good. The enthusiastic yes. conversations are so bountiful and, and so, just so amazing. I get that. I get that message a lot from non-INFJs. They're like, 
but it was so good yesterday. We spent so much time together and we just had so much fun together. It was like the best conversation ever. It's like, I've never had a date like that before. And then today they just don't even bother talking to me. Like what's going on? And that's what the thing is like, it's like the, the major, it's just like the ups and downs are so crazy extreme that you're like, what is going on here? I'm on a roller coaster. I don't want to be on a roller coaster, you know? Exactly. I get, I get car sick or something, you know? So, um, or motion sick. So, what do you say to that? Like, how did you start dealing? How did you become accustomed to that? Or are you not still accustomed to it? Oh, no. well, see, like I said, now that we're, what, 16 months in, um, I'm more accustomed to it now. Like, and, and that's why I kind of wanted to put it out there, how jarring it is for us trying to figure it out and stay put because most people don't want to deal with that. Look, I just want to date the one person that I met yesterday. <laughs> Is, is that not you? Okay. Um, I'll, okay. <laughs> Gotta go. You know? <laughs> you don't want to deal so, with multiple personalities. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, it, it, and what's funny is that I, I recognize within myself that I can have different, we all have different moments and personalities. It's just that I think um, um, as non INFJ, we work harder to hide it. So we work harder to keep our energy high. And, and then we really crash, you know, um, and, and, but like I said, by then you've learned kind of the pattern of who we are, or who we want to be most of the time. And so if we have a dip, the person is more understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, your, your dips are more obvious because your, your energy levels are a lot shorter. Your, you know, it's a lot shorter. So. And you don't hide it. Uh, that, you just don't. Mm-hmm. We've hidden ourselves for so long like all of our lives. So now we're like, I don't give a rat's ass. Like you're going to take me as yeah. I'm kind of thing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's, that's where I found boo. Like right at, well, this is me. <laughs> so, um, so in experiencing that, I think, um, like I said, it was very jarring, but he always came back. Either he always came back from a dropout, a communication dropout, or he always came back with energy. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it was just so I, it's just me ha- okay this is his personality like this is his makeup I can't and and I really don't have a legitimate reason to ask him to do anything any differently I mean yes it's uncomfortable but it's not unreasonable mm-hmm. I guess is is the way that I saw it um at least at the time so, so sorry before you go on um why did you stick around like, cause I mean, a lot of people would have dropped out. So what, I don't know if you're going to talk about it later, but I just want to ask the question, what made you stick around? Cause from what it seems, and I've said this before, it seems like you've done a lot to uh, make sure that this relation keeps on going. And, you know, of course you love him. Uh, I mean, like him a lot and all that stuff. I don't know if you have used the L word yet, but you know, it's why, I mean, why are you still here? Like, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I think that is the benefit of 2020 um, where you're standing still. So my curiosity is there. Like, why are you acting like this? And, and I also had a little bit of the previous experience with the other INFJ. And so where I lost the opportunity to really be able to sit back and observe and, and see what's going on um, with Boo, because we, <clears throat> we only had, um, text and and then here lately video calls we only had 
just just technology. So there's that cuts out the whole expectation of when are we going to meet up? When are we going to do this? Because, hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not asking that question. I don't want to see you. I don't know if you're sick. I don't, you know, there are no signs, right? <clears throat> so that kind of cuts out the whole, when are we going on a date? When are we, you know, when are we going to do this? And why haven't I seen you? And I, you know, because like with the other guy, because we work together and because we only live 30 minutes apart, right. you know, then it was more like, okay, when, you know, even, even in the beginning as friends, it's like, okay, well, when are we going to hang out? Like, you know, you're such a cool guy. And, and then it was like nothing. So it's like, okay, look, I don't know how we're going to be friends. If the only time I see you is maybe if we cross paths at work, like that's, that's not exactly counting as hanging out. So my frustration was really coming from we're friends and we'll talk, but like, I never see you. And you're like literally an arm's length away. Like I, I work in your hometown. Like, like, so coming to your town or or you coming to mine, like that's 30 minutes. That's nothing. That's, that's driving down the street. You know? Oh my goodness. That's like around the corner. (laughs) Yeah, it's, 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 literally, it's literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you, you add that layer to the, the uh, interacting with the last guy and the frustration of not being able to see each other and not being able to get to know each other face to face. So that frustration has been taken out with 2020. I'm like, I didn't even have that expectation in, you know, over the course of this, this entire pandemic because... I don't want to see your face. You might, I might give you something. You might give me something. I don't know. So, so I was, I, my expectations were only on a texting level. So I think that's what kind of gave me the patience. Had we met in 2019, I don't know if I would have had the patience because I'm like, when are we going to see each other? And, and if it was going to be evasive or I don't know, or, yeah, then I would have quickly like lost my curiosity. But at but least with tech, okay. Like, do you have a schedule for like texting? Or I mean, uh, how often do you text? Because that's also a huge problem with INFJs is that we sometimes, like you said, drop out, and like mm-hmm. I will my phone, or I, I'll just won't reply back to messages for like days on end because I'm just like I am not in the mood to talk to anyone, you know. And yeah. thankfully, like everyone who I've dated, I've actually told them that this is what happens with. And my family obviously knows that about me. My friends do as well. But anyone I date, I always tell them that I have this tendency to drop out from the world and not talk to anyone. So you know, just be aware of that. But most people don't know that. So how did you deal with that? So with, um, like I said, with the initial dropouts, very frustrating. Um, and there were like the, the chopping block situation. I was like, what are you doing? You know, because I'm going to ask. Now, that, that's the other thing I want to tell non-INFJs. If it's uncomfortable, make it known. You know, like, don't just live with it. So, so I, I was, after the first couple of rounds, I'm like, what, why? Why is this happening? Because my theories are either you're messing with me, you're, you're really talking to other people, you, you know, and again, in the middle of a pandemic, you really don't even have to talk to me. Seriously, I have a life. You don't have to interact with me. I'm not desperate for you. I'm not desperate for this disembodied text message. I've got other people in my life. So, so I didn't have a problem saying, what are you doing? You know, or asking, what are you doing? Why, why are you doing this? 
Um, I said, because it's very, it's, it's very disorienting. It's very jarring. Like, and did he reply? Did, huh? He replied? He did, but he didn't, even he didn't know how to just to describe it. He was just like, I don't know. I just, I drop out. I, I, I just, I just go quiet. I just like, he didn't really have a, a, a way to really articulate it. But like I said, I'm, he, I don't think he knows that I watch your videos. Right. So I have all this background knowledge yeah. uh, about why he's doing it. So even if he can't articulate it well, I can kind of fill in the gaps, yes. you know, in the back of my head. And so I'm not, I'm not angry or I'm not demanding that he give me a better explanation. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, he's, he's being as honest as he can, yeah. you know, because you, just like you said, the, the people who are already a part of his life, they know he's going to do that. He doesn't have to explain that because he's been doing it his entire life. Yeah. But I'm the new, I'm the new addition here. And I'm like, okay, I, I did, should I go to them and ask them? Because I, I don't know them either. I mean, <laughs> somebody tell me something. Yeah. So, so yeah. So uh, it I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think it's kind of a combination of being curious about what's going to happen next um of really literally not having any other dating expectation that I would normally have had pre-pandemic so all of that all of that pressure is has gone away um and like I said when we talk it, it, it really is a great conversation and it's not that long before you know, he jumps back in or, or conversations, you know, kind of go back to what I consider to be normal. Um, so, so it was, it, it was not a, long. Sorry. I'm just interrupting you. How oh, long? Not long. I want to say the longest besides that time when it was a week and his phone had just died. That's all it was. But the longest I'll say two days, okay, good. two or days but at the beginning two to three days feels like two to three months at the beginning because I, I did I kind of did what everybody else did it's like hello yeah. what are you doing where are you <laughs> you know and then after three or four text messages of talking to myself I, I just okay whatever and I go on with life and then he comes back and I'm like pick pick a location pick a side pick it's also because nowadays ghosting relationships is very common. And exactly. I, I didn't even know what ghosting was until like a, a friend of mine told me about it. He's like, you know, you're ghosting him. I'm like, I'm not ghosting him. So again, we need to be careful as INFJs not to give the wrong impression to non-INFJs because that's the first impression they're going to get. It's like, oh, she's ghosting me or, you know, he's ghosting me. And so, and, and the thing is, is that not everybody will be as understanding as I am. Of course. <laughs> and, and, and so if you come back, uh, yeah, because normally if you try to come back two or three days later, you're, first of all, you're, you're going to be met with a lot of anger, a lot of anger, a lot of sarcasm. You're going to get coldness from the other person. And then of course you're going to be like, well, why, why are you doing this? And, and then everybody's frustrated. Um, because like I said, it looks like you, you ghosted or it looks like, oh, you're just coming back around because you went and talked to someone else. Oh, and they didn't pan out. So now you're coming back to me and, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm nobody's afterthought. Okay. So, you know, and so, so people will be 
upset not understanding that that is a, a normal pattern for you. And so just as I know, but I think between, because like I said, we were also on a Facebook group together. Um, he wasn't talking to anybody else. So it's like, I, I, but I, so I had kind of a few bits and pieces of information that let me recognize, okay, he's just doing this. Like there's nothing really, there's no other person that he's bouncing between the two of us. Um, I know he works and I know me how he was like 100% invested in the volunteer work that he was doing um, before the school shut down. And so I just kind of started filling in the gaps for myself of, okay, he's probably putting to, you know, going around either, you know, gathering money for the kids so they can have certain supplies or he's, you know, organizing field trips and, and, you know, and I know these things are important to him. So, you know, this was his life beforehand. And, and of course the, the, also I have my own life. So a lot of times during that dropout, I'm not sitting by the phone waiting for a text you know, and getting mad because my mom texting me and it's not him texting. You know, I, you know, I have other things as well. So, so that kind of mitigated the the me noticing how how much time has gone by. So, if it wasn't for the timestamps, like, oh wow, it's been three days. It's been, yeah. One thing, and then you just get sorry. One thing I want to add, Jamila, is that um, when like when we do these dropouts, obviously. Some people are going to understand, some people are not going to understand, but I don't know if this is like the right way to say it also, but if we do use that as a trust test, like we talked about earlier, this is actually another one of those tests, inadvertent, unintentional, but a good way to figure out if the person is going to stick around. Great. I mean, wow, I can't believe you're sticking around. Maybe you're one, to, as a, you know, you're a keeper. And if-, if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. They don't stick around. Oh, that's good. We just weed out the people who are not going to stick around. They're not, they're not worthy of our time anyways kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of an, an intentional, but it actually works very well in the trust test as well. Yeah, yeah. And I was, and actually, I was thinking about that um, the other night, and also with the the dropping down to kind of the cold responses. That is a that is a good way to weed out people because obviously, when you're engaged and your your energy is high, everybody wants to be around you. Everybody wants to be around, yes. but it doesn't mean it's necessarily with the best intentions. Like even someone who really doesn't want to be a part of your life will tune in and pay attention. And, and be a part of, because it's high and it's exciting and it's warm. So everybody wants to be in the warm, yeah. but nobody wants to be in the cold, you know? <laughs> so it's like when it, when it drops down, then yeah, only the people who are really invested in being your friend or really invested in having a, a relationship with you will try at least try to stick around. But like you said, um, some people don't know what to do with that. And so they just kind of step away because, you know, they don't know what to do with it and it's, and it's not going to stop. And there's not necessarily a great explanation for why it's happening. So it's like, (laughs) it's like you have to move on your own energy. I mean, I guess that's the thing I I had to, I, I, I made the decision to keep sticking around. Uh, It's nothing that he said to convince me (laughs) quite honestly. It's not, it's, and no, because it's not like he was like, no, please stay. I'll do better. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> do like that. He did not. He did not do anything like that. So it was really on. Inter- yeah, it's only on my own energy to keep me. I'm like, well, this is odd. If anything, I'll get some great notes out of this. What <laughs> in the world? This is a new personality. You know. <laughs> For your next INFJ relationship, perhaps. One yeah, thing right. I want to add, uh, and I've said this to many people. I have said this in many videos. A lot of people, non-INFJs, message me saying, what is this INFJ doing? I'm so confused kind of thing, right? And it's mostly about the hot and cold thing. And so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, but what do you think? Maybe they're dating someone else and they've forgotten about me. And I'm like, no, no, they're not. You know why? Because we barely have enough energy for our projects and for ourselves and for our self-care and for one person, I mean, barely enough energy for one person. We do not, we do not have energy for two people. There's no way in hell we can manage two people. It's just not going to happen, right? So whenever people are like, oh, but maybe she doesn't, she's not interested anymore. If she didn't tell you and she hasn't told you, I have someone else in my life, 
there is no one else because there's no way in hell we can manage that. It's just not possible. We have very limited bandwidth and it's not, it does not go towards two people. It goes barely towards one person. Yeah. I want to add that in. Yes. Well, no, 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 that's, that's, that's one of my survival kit uh, <laughs> recommendations to non-INFJs is to recognize where, where do you stand with this person? Like, are they spending time talking to you? Like everything that you've talked about, those, those four ways, and I think you've done like five videos on this, the four main ways that you know an INFJ likes you. Yeah. So if they're talking to you, if they're spending time, if they're opening up, if they're sharing circles, if they're sharing interests, which Boo has done all of these things. Um, and, and he's on to, like I say, sending gifts, thoughtful gifts and things like that. So, so knowing that, okay, he, he's sharing deep childhood things with me, or he's sharing, you know, deep things about his experience in the military, you know, stuff that you don't really, conversations you don't really have with just anybody. So these dropouts and these, these cold moments and these lefts and rights are happening, but I have this foundation of why would he open up to me? It's like, why would you open up to me and then like disappear out of my life? What was the point? You know, so so you kind of like logic it a little bit. It's like, okay, he'll come back or, you know, let him process. He'll come back, you know. And so that's what I just kind of started looking at as you were talking about in your videos, talking about, well, if they're doing this, 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 and this, they really, really like you. So I had to override my own thinking and be like, okay, but he likes me though, because he's doing this. He's he's, He's doing all these things. Um, but he didn't speak to me. He has not speaking to me. But he'll be back. He'll be back. Cause like, why send me a gift and then like not come back? Or, or you know, why? Why you know? He has a hobby. He likes to build uh, uh, like model scale houses. Like, but but like live houses. Like he he did a huge model for his family of his grandmother's home. Like it was exact to the team. He very very good oh at that. And, and he ma- he made this whole display. His family was shocked. They did not know he had the talent. Wow. But he, but I know. So it's like I know more than your family. Yeah, you like me. Sure. You must. <laughs> <laughs> so so with the hot and the, the uh, sorry, go on. And the, the dropouts and everything. It's like, but no, no, you've got to really like me to be sharing your information. So let's let's look at this as part of personality and not uh being offensive or 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 being funny or or you know stuff like that and i apologize for the light because the sun is coming up here so i'm getting hit with the light now it's fine look at me how dark i am it's like it's on the setting here so (laughs) i had set already one thing i do want to say that you've kind of delineated already is that you know we wouldn't waste our time on someone because we just don't have enough of it we have very limited time anyways and so if we're spending time with you or giving you gifts or you know telling you our secrets and our stories we've already invested so much time so much of our precious time into you we're not just going to completely abandon you just randomly unless there's a very good reason for it it's not going to happen in fact INFJs are very loyal so if we've actually spent a lot of time on you we're really going to try as much as possible to salvage the relationship we're going to do everything possible go to counseling you know whatever it takes to make sure that the relationship works before we're like all right i guess we can't do anything about it we have to leave 
but it'll really take a lot because we've already put so much into it and we're like, all right, I've already spent so much time with this person. I've already given so much of my heart and my soul to this person. Why would I just let it go just like that? They won't. They just won't. It's just very hard for us to do that. So that's another thing to remember as well if you're a non-NFJ and you're worried. If they've already spent a lot of effort on you and, and given you a lot, just stay patient. Just stay patient. Yeah. Exactly. And try, and try not to try not to start arguments unnecessarily. I mean, and, and, and I say that as, you know, I'm not going to argue with him and say, you know, why? You, you know, like, why? Why? <laughs> do it differently. Do this differently. Like, I can't ask you to, to really do that. Because he, he might, he would try. He, he could, you know, even within himself, he'll kind of, like, become self-aware that he's, he's being so weird. And he will really try to stay engaged. Uh-huh. I remember one time he messaged me every day, like, like significantly for like a, a, a three or four or five days, like in a row. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and then would follow up with phone calls and like, he was doing a lot of communicating. Uh-huh. And, and, and the thing is, of course, I love it because I'm a talker, but at that point I was like, okay, wait a minute. you're you're trying too hard because I don't want to deal with you dropping out for a month okay so so I I mean because I knew that was going to happen I had already accepted that this is kind of how he operates and so I said and and plus it was right after a a funeral someone really important to him had passed away and so he was I don't know if he was just needed the validation of knowing okay someone's really here right like you're you're still a part of my life. It's, you know. And so um, I said to him, I said, you know, I, you know, of course, you know, I love it when we talk because it's always a lot of fun. I said, but you don't have to talk to me every day. You really don't. Like I'm used to you, you know, kind of the ebbs and flow in your energy and you just had this experience. I don't want you to spend all your time on me. I, you know, like give yourself time to, you know, really settle it you know, within yourself, you know, I'm here, I'm still here. So like any, anytime um, I've either gotten frustrated with him or, or I offered him, you know, something like that, I'm still here. I, I have to follow up with, I'm still here. I'm not going away. You know, I don't, you know, take your time. I'm still here. Contact me. I'm still here. So even when I'm angry with you, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. I want to punch you, but I'm still here. I, I told him that when we meet, I owe him at least, you know, two arm punches and <laughs> maybe a kick to the ankle because, you know, he's a foot taller than me. I can't, yeah. I can only, you know, so I, I owe you a few, I owe you a few licks here, you know. <laughs> oh my God, I can imagine you know, more than a few, I'm sure, but oh my God. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, and, and, uh, but I, that's helpful. That's helpful to him because like you said, Pete, most people will just, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm gone, you know? Um, and I'm just like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy, but I'm, I'm still here. So. <laughs> no, I can imagine that must be really soothing for him to hear. I would be really, really grateful if I was dating someone to hear those words from him because it's just something, it's also because of our insecurities and our, and our trust issues, because we've had so many random relationships fail, that we have like this mm-hmm. thing, we're just expecting the person to leave. 
oh, we're just waiting for the shoe to drop. You know, we're just like, oh, yeah, when are they going to leave? Oh, maybe they'll leave now. Maybe they'll leave now. And so we're constantly in our heads thinking that. And so if the person's like, well, I'm not leaving, so do do your worst. Well, <laughs> like that. <laughs> but now, um, now, I will say the other thing is um, working working as a therapist. And, and the thing is that I, I'm not I'm not treating him like a patient. I'm not doing that. But, but it's my responsibility to provide a corrective emotional experience. Mm-hmm. So that's me not reacting to you like everybody else does. Right. Just, just so you can see what you can do on the other side after you get past a certain moment. So a lot of times when I'm working with, with patients and they have you know, bad behavior, uh, where like so either they're cursing at me or they're yelling at me, even though I know personally I've done nothing. Yeah. Um, and, and they're, they're upset and they're just, they're just acting out and they're just doing whatever. I would often tell my coworkers, I'm like, okay, so it's not about you. This is how they behave. This is how they handle things in their real lives. Yeah. We're just now witnessing it. Um, okay. So what are we going to do with it? Are we going to respond like everybody else and get angry and cut them off? And, you know, <clears throat> or are we going to work with them on it and be like, Hey, you know, you're, you're, you know, you seem to be really angry. You seem to be really upset with me. Like, you know, what, talk me through it. Tell me what's happening. Tell me, you know, what, what does it mean when I keep showing up? Like what? And, and a lot of them will say, well, because I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for you to leave me. I'm, I'm, you know, I like having you here. I love seeing you. I, I, our, our interactions are great, but I know, I know you're going to leave me mm. and I'm just trying to hurry it up. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, why, why do you think I'm going to leave? Like what makes you believe that? And it's just previous experience. Every time I've leaned on someone, every time I've gotten invested in someone, they leave. And then I'm just stuck high and dry and going through these extra set of emotions that you know, I don't want to go through. So I'd rather hurry this up, <laughs> you know, you out of, you know, do whatever I got to do to kick you out of my life. Now let's, let's hurry up before I get too invested, wow. you know? And it's like, Oh, sorry, I don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You're going to have to walk through your, your whole emotions. Now you don't get to shut down with me around. Sorry. <laughs> Which is which has been because they do get to the other side of their emotions and they do get to the other side of whatever it is that they're dealing with and finding a better way to deal with it. Yes. So, so yeah. So, so poor Boo, I don't think he know what he signed up for. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I love it because it's funny because normally you would say that to a non INFJ, you don't know what you signed up for, but I'm yeah. glad that to <laughs> to your INFJ. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm similar in that regard of I, I don't easily walk away. I want to see if something can be solved um, or at least understand what's happening, um, recognizing that I still have the choice to walk away whenever I get ready. But I want I want to at least know that I've solved the mystery of of what's happening. And so if if the solution is does not require me to walk away, then, yeah, I'm saying. Or, or I'm, I'm willing to observe for a ridiculously 
long amount of time to, until I get to the answer. So I think that's just part of my personality. I'm just, I'm watching you. Like I'm, I'm yeah, look, in my personal, and again, it, it just might be my personal experience. I've worked in psychiatric hospitals. I am used to being in the same room with someone who's in a complete rage. It's not at me. So I'm used to them climbing on tables and, and walls and windows and throwing things. I'm used to being in the same room with all that chaos. I've gotten used to that over the years. So this, whatever it is y'all are doing, it's not that. <laughs> not yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's like, okay, uh, yeah, now, nah, yeah, if, if, if Boo starts walking on tables as big as he is, you know, I, I, I would need an explanation for why that's happening. <laughs> I think everyone was don't walk like, on, what are you Don't walk on my table. <laughs> walk on your table. Don't walk on my tables. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, he's probably, like, feeling like a chill down his spine. He's like, why? I feel like someone's talking about me. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyways, this is really good. Too early, too early. He's he look. He's not going to be functional till at least noon here. So I've still got a few hours. <laughs> and he got his second shot. Uh, I, I think I told you he got his second shot. He went ahead and got it done, and which cracked me up. Uh, and I didn't hear from him all day yesterday because the second shot is a doozy. I don't care who you are. The second shot. It, it it you get these almost flu-like symptoms without the respiratory distress it's like so you you get you get the body aches and you get the chills and, and you're just walking you're just miserable right. for like a day you're, you're miserable for like a day i don't care if you're military trained i don't care if you're this big tough guy you are miserable yeah. and so the first day the first day after i said how are you doing he's like oh, i'm a little sleepy Mm-hmm. Yesterday, no communication at all. Yeah, you are under the bed at this oh. point. Like, uh, you know, trying to tough it out. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sure. I mean, uh, it's like, literally, it's like a day. So, like, today, he'll probably be fine, you know? Well, so. <laughs> Say what? Because <laughs> he won't ask for help, of course, you know? Like, not even just the fact that he's a military guy and he's African-American and a male and all that stuff. He's an INFJ. You don't ask for help, for God's sake. That's so nice. He's not gonna, no, he's just going to sit there and suffer <laughs> and maybe eat a little bit, you know, or just isolate in his room. Or, or Yeah, he, so, ah, he's a handful. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> he is, he is, uh, he, and he told me, he, just, he said, I'm five handfuls. I'm like, you're like seven? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And that's like the lowest. Like, it. Yeah. It's it's like he knows. He knows that he's he's this this bag of contradictions. He just doesn't he, he can't articulate it. You know, so it's like you kinda gotta live through it. Yeah. You know, because and, and and then just, you know, react or handle it or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he, he knows that he's this bag of contradictions. He knows. Um he just well, you have enough for a book one day, Jamila. Like, if you decide, I'm going to write a biography or something like that, you have lots of material. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how to survive. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I enough situation through it. Because, I mean, yeah, 
because I, I hear you say every time that, you know, there's all these people who want to date INFJs and I'm sitting here like, do you really? So, because, you know, and I, and I think that's, that's all, the other problem. Like people super romanticize what that's going to be like based on this great and wonderful conversations and interactions and, oh, wow, they, lo- they know me so well. Mm-hmm. But then you get all the other stuff that comes with it. And and uh, and then it of- I think the light always comes with the dark. Like you always have to remember, yes. that you can't just have the rainbows and the glitter and the sunshine. You're gonna have yeah. the, dark stuff, the shadows of the INFJ. And if you're not strong enough to deal with it, then you don't deserve to be with an INFJ, anyways. You know? Or not deserve, but you just can't handle it. So what's yeah? You're, you're gonna be to deal with. Yeah, you're you're gonna be upset all the time. And yeah, like you said, and that it, it does create a scenario of unrealistic expectations. Uh, when you're expecting, because they, and the thing is, it's legit, non-INFJs, you guys make us feel really, really good, that we want to hang on to that feeling for as long as possible, it, it really feels like you know me, it really feels like you, you accept me, you know, for who I am right now today, you're not asking me to be taller, or shorter, or thinner, or, you know, like, you're, you're, you're looking at me, and and you're just enthralled with who I am, even if it is for just that five minutes. And and that is such a rare experience anywhere else in the world. Because everywhere else in the world, we're being judged. We're being judged for skin tone, for size, for height. We're being judged on so many things that it's rare to meet a person who will just engage you as you are, you know, and just and just be there in the moment with you. And so you, you want to hang on to that and you want to capture that um and and then we we violate you know an infj rule of i just want to be free like no we have to put you in a bottle so that we can like access you anytime like you know and then it's like make me feel great it's like this is not a genie you know he's not a genie he's <laughs> a human being you know who also needs the comfort and and that's the other thing that i wanted to bring up that i've over time that I've picked up on about boo um, with the, with the cold moments, what really makes it extra confusing is when you call me in a cold moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. Um, it's one thing if I initiate conversation with you and you're great one day and then you're meh the other day, next day, it's a whole nother thing when you contact me and you're at meh. And so it's like, Hey, <laughs> right so he'll call and he's like you know hey how's it going you know hey, what's going on? i'm all right and then it's like nothing and i'm like but you called me what what do you what what is what is this this is new what is this uh-huh. and, it, and it's just um what i've picked up on it to be is like him he he needs something that he's not going to communicate. So it's like, if he, if he gets on the phone and he's already kind of low, I'm like, tell me about your day. Who have you, have you checked in on your dad? Have you, uh, you know, like what, tell me what's going on because you're here, but you're not here. What, what do you, what do you need? You know, because the thing is, he's, he's told me in the past that he feels like my voice is very soothing. I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. Um, and he knows that I don't, I'm not, because I'm not a high emotion person. I'm not one that's going to get angry and irate and ask a million questions. And so he'll, he'll just kind of be there and, 
eventually he'll say, you know, like, uh, I found out another friend passed away or, uh, you know, people are really not kind, you know, or like, like he, he would, so really what it is is that he would have had experiences that brought him low mm-hmm. and he needs a little help to kind of come, come back up. But he can't say, hey, cheer me up, because why would an INFJ say that? But <laughs> why why would you go with the obvious? I'm feeling bad. I, I'd really like to talk with you and kind of get cheered up a little bit. Why would you say something so simple? So now you got to, so I got to. <laughs> but it's like, he'll, he's like, okay, I know she'll cheer me up. So I'll just present myself and hope, and hope that she gets it. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so cute. Oh, yeah. my heart warm just thinking about it. It's yeah, so. Happy that he's just like, he's like a little puppy. He's like, I'm here, now pet me. Or like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not a little puppy. He's like this huge guy who's like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, yeah, if we were in the same house, it'd kind of be that person that came and sat next to you, but yeah. didn't say anything. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Thankfully, you know what to do now. You're like, all right, yeah. what's going on? Tell me what's going on. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, now I do. And like I said, I pull a lot on, on my, I pull a lot on my expertise because I'm used to stonewalling. I, so I'm used to a lot of this behavior from patients. I don't want to phrase it to him like that. <laughs> I'm used to, I'm used to clinically, I'm used to clinical people. You're yeah. acting like a clinical person. No, but uh, I don't want to say that. So I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm used to stonewalling. So there's like, there's a lot of stuff I'm used to experiencing that I'm comfortable with just from my history that I know that a lot of people would not be comfortable with because you're comfortable with your, your friend who's having a low moment. They will call you and they will immediately start complaining or venting or whatever. You don't have to ask them anything. If anything, you've got to get off, the, you know, you got to slow them down, you know, so with with your non-INFJ friends, you're you you're gonna find out immediately why they're in the space that they're in. But <sighs> INFJs, y'all, wow, y'all are a special breed. Yeah, we're, we're bad at expressing ourselves emotional emotionally. Yeah. Just, because we're supposed to, I mean, for me at least, I was always the cheerleader or like the person who cheered everyone up, the joker. And so like I'm not I wasn't allowed to be sad in my family. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, I don't know, uh, can I be sad around you? And then a lot of times I end up with friends who are always the, who are always like very needy. So I can't mm-hmm. because like they, I need to be around for them. And so I found like in general, I have no one to rely upon in that. So I'm like, I just, there's not like, and I'm sure it's the same thing for a lot of other NMJs, but we just, yeah. we end up counselors, we end up being the jokers, we end up being the people who cheer other people up or take care of other people's emotions. So there's no space for us. And so we just don't know. And for you, for him probably, he's like, oh, there is this person that will give me the space, but he still doesn't know how to ask because he's never asked. Because it's right. part, of his, part of his vocabulary even. I wouldn't even know how to ask someone uh, or to say someone to someone, um, I'm feeling sad. Can you make me, can you help me cheer up? I wouldn't even know how to begin saying those words, even though it seems so simple. It's like, can I just say those words? Really? What the hell? Wow. I can't believe it. You know, it seems ridiculous in my head. So. Yeah, anyways, so and you know, you know what? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go I was ahead. Gonna say, what's really funny is that 
because because I knew that about INFJs that they tend to pull in, you know, people who kind of need, I'm like, I don't think he's going to like me because I don't need anything. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, like I said, I'm used to being, I'm also used to being the counselor. I'm also used to being the reliable one. I'm used to being very independent. So I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything I need him to do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't. But it must be such a relief for him, though. Like, because I feel like it's not that we want to attract people who need us. It's that we just end up attracting people who need us. Like, we just end up attracting narcissistic, needy, clingy people because they just, like, they, they're attracted to our light or whatever it might be that they see in us. And they're like, oh, this is the person. And I'm just going to clamp onto them. And I'm like, well, don't clamp onto me because it's not your, like, I'm not going to do that for you anymore. But I can say that for people now. But a lot of energies can't. They're like, well, this person needs me and I'm the savior and I help people and I want to protect the world. You know, all that nonsense that we think in our head. One thing I do want to say is that I actually wanted to do another session with you where we talk about those, those clinical terms that you just mentioned. And I'm sure you have me more than stonewalling. I'm sure you see a lot of random things that we do that you're like, this I've seen in my patients. So maybe we can do another session where we talk a little bit more about that um, in the future. But for now, I'm going to have to say that this is, has to end. Otherwise, we could literally talk all night long. And I'm like, I'd be happy, but I don't think our, our viewers would be. So again, Jamila, thank you so much for coming on. It's really early for you there. And so I'm really appreciative because I know that <laughs> I know you have other things to do, especially on a Saturday. Um, which is when we're recording this. Um, but people will hear, will actually see this on a Thursday. So everyone, thank you so much. If you've already listened to this part all the way to the end, I commend you. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And I shall see you in the next video. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.